Hello everyone, I'd like to welcome you to the Redemption Tempe podcast, uh, where we believe that all of life is all for Jesus. Now, if you listen to the first couple of episodes, we've made a lot of basketball references. Um, AC has referenced Jim's uh, disdain for Robert Ory. Specifically, specifically. Can I just say, Robert Ory, all Spurs, all Lakers... Uh, basically, anyone no, who's you giving can't. the sons a hard time. Yeah. All right, yeah. we're gonna Sorry. we're gonna pray for your hateration, but it's all good, man. We, we still love you. Um, so we wanted we wanted to kind of switch things up. You know, this the Bible is filled with so many different stories and narratives and perspectives. So we wanted to get into if you can pick a starting five of from of a, a basketball team of people from the Bible, who would it be? So we're gonna start with the point guard. We're gonna go around um, AC. Now, actually, I'll, I'll start first. Then I'll kick it to AC. Then I'll kick, then we'll kick it to Jim. My pick for point guard, Solomon. I think it's pretty clear. Point guard, what do you need? A person that has court vision, uh, uh, knowledge of the game, um, and just can make overall good decisions. Solomon, wisest man ever. He's your point guard. I don't even think there's a, a point of contention there, man. Okay, okay. But, AC, what do you got? I, yeah, I got to disagree, man. I, You know, I got my boy, Benaiah. <laughs> As a point guard. Now, you may not know who Benaya is, but let me educate you real quick on I think we need to the exploits of Benaya. You know, you can turn to 2 Samuel 23, and you'll see this dude was athletic. You okay. know, he went into a snowy pit, mm. killed a lion with his bare hands. He, there was a, a, a tall Egyptian, took his own spear and killed him. Later on, Solomon, your point guard, mm. put Benaya as, like, the captain of his guard or, like, the head of his secret service. Got it. So, so this is a guy who's extremely athletic. But not just athletic and physical and have endurance, but he's a guy who's sharp mm. because he was put in charge of the Secret Service, essentially, for Solomon. Gotcha. Benaya. So, Benaya. so you right. guys are both going Old Testament. Okay. And, you know, I like Benaya. That's a good pick. He kind of is like a Russell Westbrook type of guy in my mind. But I'm going for more of a classic point guard, someone who distributes and makes the other team better. New Testament. Barnabas. Mm. Okay. The son of encouragement. The one who was helping Paul thrive and walking alongside of him. And you need someone like that who's going to get a lot of assists and uh, pass the ball off. Not just be a ball hog like Benaiah. Like, I just think... <laughs> and, and Solomon... Come on, man. How Solomon's you... a privileged dude. You can't have someone so Listen, privileged. Solomon's going to be distracted on the court. Solomon... That's right. You know what? I didn't think about that. That's true. <laughs> That's a good one. If you're thinking of Ecclesiastes Solomon, though, he might be kind of so. Yeah, he's got this wisdom. You know, he knows where to distribute the ball. Anyway, we're going to move on to shooting guard. I picked Joseph of the Old Testament. Um, I think he's, uh, you know, definitely someone that overcomes. and definitely someone that's like uh, goes after it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I, I think I think I think he's a, a go getter. And that's what you want in your shooting guard. You want somebody that's going to score. It's going to go get, rise above, get you points. And I think that Joseph is that dude. He's my pick. Uh, actually, we'll do it different this time. Jim, who do you have for shooting guard? So I got I got Paul. Okay. Paul's the shooting guard, and here's yeah, that's why. A good one. That's a good one. Paul seems like he'd want to shoot a lot. I mean, he wrote two-thirds of the epistles. Mm. And, like, you know, he's the one who's who's wanting the ball in his hands. So we'll put Paul at shooting yeah, guard. So you got Kobe on your squad. Oh, stop it. That's blasphemous right <laughs> Maybe this game is blasphemous. <laughs> <laughs> that right there is especially blasphemous. <laughs> All right, AC, who do you I have? Mean, I mean, Joseph and, and, and Paul sound good in theory, but we don't know if they have a shot. But mm. when I think about who do I know for sure has a shot okay. in the Bible is David. Because here's a guy who... 
hit a dude with a slingshot, right? His <laughs> aim, his accuracy is on point. I want the sweet stroke of David <laughs> as my shooting guard. <laughs> I like that. I like that. We can definitely, we definitely know he, you know, he can hit the target. <laughs> so moving on to small forward. Honestly, I had David there because I felt like he's a mix of like strength and agility, and I think you know he can hit the shot, like you said, and uh, you know. I, for small forward, you need someone who's going to kind of be not too stiff, but also and but like not, also not too weak because he's going to be playing against bigger dudes. And David, we we know can hold his own. Uh, AC, what do you have? I, I actually have David's boy Jonathan, mm. his, his friend. Um, I mean, Splash already brothers of old man. Yeah, you, you know, you are talking about Benaya, David, and Jonathan so far. The chemistry there, yeah, would be be amazing. And you know what? And that's a good point, man. That's a really good point. Jonathan's an athlete. We know he's an athlete. Uh, also, Jonathan's not afraid to take take clutch shots. You know, when the whole army was scared of the Philistines, Jonathan stepped up and 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 made a clutch play. You mm. could say. Also, too, Jonathan is unselfish. Mm. He doesn't care if someone else gets the glory. So he'd be a great teammate on the perimeter out there with David. But do we need that from a small forward? Yeah, I mean, look, look at LeBron as a small okay. forward. You know, okay. unselfish. Um, but also, if you need to take the shot, that corner three is open, the waiting yeah. seconds, he'll take it. I got you. I got you. You know what? I think AC is really serious about this. He's really going to start a <laughs> Seriously, <team>. man. <laughs> We're going to have to, like, try this out in heaven or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll tell you who I got. Who do you got, Dick? Who do you got, Jim? These are, these are my forwards. I'm going to okay. just tell you both of them right away. Okay. Uh, I've got John and James, the Sons of Thunder. You know, get two brothers on the team. They know each other. They already have chemistry. They've already got the nickname Sons of Thunder, and you know they got that from dunking on people, That's right? true. That's true. It had to it, be, right? Yeah. Because there were just basketball courts, like... Like, everywhere. <laughs> it's like... Ancient Israel. Hey, they were talking about how they had nets and stuff, right? It, it was a basketball net. So, James and John, they're the forwards. I put John at small forward okay. because he seems a little softer. You know, he's talking about all the love stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. So, uh, we put the tougher one, yeah. James, at the four. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, I'll move on to my power forward real quick. I have Saul. He was big dude. Big dude. Um, the reason why he was chosen as king is because he, like, stood high above everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, big dude. Um, can definitely move his weight around. Um, great warrior. That's my choice, man. So, do you think like David and Samson, or David and, and Saul, would have like a like a? I can guarantee Kobe you. Thing going I can guarantee or? you, this team would not last uh, a minute on the court. <laughs> <laughs> you put these people together, there will be slaughter. I don't know. They can make it work. I mean, Shaq and Kobe made it work. That's true. David and Saul could. Make it work. I, I'd hope so. Get three I'd rings so. and then trade Saul. David yeah. would try to make it work. Yeah. But at the end of the day, <laughs> Saul would just flip out. So then Saul's more in the Kobe role then, we would say. Yeah. <laughs> if, if the Kobe role is the bad role, then yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, AC, who do you have? I, I have to go with another obscure name from the Old Testament. Uh, Eleazar. Mm-hmm. He's one of David's mighty men. This dude is known for um, when the Philistines were advancing, he stood on the hill. And when everyone else retreated... You know, he stood and fought until the sword got stuck to his hand. So, wow. you know, th- this is what you want in power for somebody who has endurance, somebody who's not afraid to bang down low. Gotcha, gotcha. And Jim, you already you already gave us I gave the your forwards. sons of thunder. Yeah. So, moving right into center, uh, I think AC AC and I have the same pick here. But yeah, I think only it's pretty clear. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty clear. It's got to be Samson. Yeah. I mean, do we really even have to discuss? He's going to be merits of why he's low. a center. This guy. 
killed animals with his bare hands. Killed lions with his bare hands. He took, took down, down buildings. Took down buildings. Yeah. But here's the thing. They, they call a foul for taking down a building, right? <laughs> and so my guy... That, that may be a foul. My guy, yeah. you know, if you're going to kill something with a donkey jawbone right. and, you know, all that stuff, that's a foul. <laughs> my dude, Goliath, is the shack of the Old Testament. It explicitly says that this was a really big, tall dude who you know would just be dominating it down low. So I think I win with, with Goliath. <laughs> I... You know, I'll disagree, but I hear your reasoning, man. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, I wonder who your five picks would be. Uh, but let's uh, go ahead and just move right along here. Um, this something a little more serious. Yeah, something a little more serious. Um, you know, we last couple episodes we've been mentioning engaging your community as we uh, engage in the True Story project. project. Um, if you remember last last episode, we also talked about the squid mess squid method. And uh, that was going to be our approach of how we would want to read through this plan together. But, you know, it's not necessarily, actually it's not at all meant to be done just on the individual level. The individual level is definitely important, but, you know, the Bible was written, written to groups of people, mm -hmm. right? So um, we want to definitely have, think in that same vein, and um, we want to understand, like, why is it important to engage the True Story Project as a community? Um, Jim, AC? AC, why don't you take that AC, away? go ahead, take that away, man. You know, it's, it's very important. I think of uh, you know, talking about Solomon as, as your point guard. Um, you know, he wrote Ecclesiastes, and in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, he says that two are better than one because they have a good return for their work. And if one falls down, his friend can help him up. But pity the man who falls down and has no one to help him up. So, you know, I, that idea, number one, of good return for their work. You know, uh, when you're reading through the Bible as a community, there are going to be insights that you have that I don't and that I have and that you don't. And right. if we're doing it together, you know, we're going to have just a much better uh, return on our labor, so to speak. We're just going to have a much deeper engagement with Scripture uh, together. And also, it's a good support system. You know, it's going to be hard, especially if you've never done it before successfully. I mean, how many times have you tried a diet or an exercise plan? By yourself. Yeah, oh, and it's man. all over. It's you, all over. Yeah. When you have a workout so buddy. So true. Just that sense of accountability and right. support. You're much more successful. Uh, and it's the same thing with reading through the scriptures. Gotcha. Gotcha. I think those are really important, man. I've tried so many things. Starting to, You go to the gym by yourself, and that second day, you're just like, meh. I can just, you know, I can go to one. Fewer reps. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. Um, so, as, as we talk about, you know, the importance of in, engaging this as a community, within our redemption community, uh, we do have specific ways which we plan to do this. Mm -hmm. So, um, Jim, I, I guess, what would be your first specific way to, uh, I guess, tell us how we would uh, engage this as a community? Well, first of all, redemption communities. Mm. We are asking all of our redemption communities to go through this Bible reading plan and to use the squid approach that we talked about in the last episode uh, as the, the lens through which they discuss the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so the, the probably the best thing you can do is get to be or to become a part of a redemption community and this is a, a group of people probably around eight to twelve people uh, who are committed to praying for and getting to know one another mm -hmm. to reading scripture together and to helping each other live it out in the world and if you want to be a part of a redemption community basically you're going to want to get a hold of will vikurovich 
which is uh, Will Vikurovich at RedemptionAZ.com. And if you want to know how to spell Vikurovich, you're out of luck. Because <laughs> I don't know. But you can, you can figure it out. Go to the website. It'll, it'll be there. But he'll get you plugged in to a redemption community. That's probably the main way, but it's right. going to take a lot of commitment. Don't don't just Definitely. go to a redemption community if you're just going to show up every once in a while. This right. is for people who are committed to each other. Definitely. And uh, I can definitely speak to how just helpful along my walk my redemption community has been. Um, and like Jim said, it's definitely something you want to be committed to because there are going to be a lot of instances where people are getting really deep with each other. And, you know, as we get to know each other, uh, we get to know God. We know that. So, um, AC, let's say, you know, I, I want to get in, involved in a redemption com, uh, community, but I have school or I work late or, you know, the nights just don't line up. You know, how do how, how do I get connected? Am I just excluded from this? Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, we, we are starting something new and exciting uh, at the church. Okay. On Wednesday nights. We're going to have open Bible study oh, every Wednesday, except for first Wednesday. We're going right. to keep the first Wednesday, but every other Wednesday, come to the church, and it will be split, you know, men with the men, women with the women, which is another thing people have been asking for and wanting. It's like a, like a men's ministry, women's right, ministry right, thing, right. but it's just a great opportunity to, to get together with other people, low commitment level, and we're going to go through... Um, the reading plan, you know, so you come in on a Wednesday night and whatever was talked about or you read in the, over the last week, you're going to go through it together as a group without having to commit, you know, make a hard commitment to an actual uh, redemption community. I think that's great. Um, you know, I have heard in the past that uh, two things. One, that, you know, it's really difficult, maybe the RC, to find like an RC that kind of works with people's schedules. And also, you know, the, just the wealth of, uh, you know, just experience that you know you, you you get from let's say a man you know men uh, kind of reading the Bible through together when we're reading the Bible through together I think that's really great. So uh, you want to tell us uh, when when and where it's going to be? Yeah, so uh, Wednesday nights uh, at the church in in the main sanctuary in the chapel. You know where you go for Sunday service. It'll be there, and then from there, you know we'll split into the into the to various groups. It would be Wednesday nights. Um, can people just pop in whenever? Whenever, man. I mean, there's not like a, a, a roll call sheet. Yeah, yeah. Not keeping attendance. You know, in an RC, you know, if you haven't showed up, you know, somebody's going to call you. Right and make sure so, yeah. yeah. Right make sure so, everything. yeah. But not so with open Bible study. That's why it's called an open Bible study. Right. You can just come, come and go as you please. Right. Basically, we know that a lot of you guys have real commitment issues, and you're not gonna you're not gonna stick course, to it. We're millennials, RC. man. We're millennials. We're millennials. We're FOMO. We're you'll, FOMO, Jim. Yeah, you'll you'll come in, and then you'll hear about something else going right, on. Right, right, right. So we have basically given up, <laughs> and we have created something to deal with the reality that that um, you're gonna pop in when you want to pop in, but there will be a place for you to pop in. And to meet some people and get in the word. Mm-hmm. Definitely accessible to all. Um, so let's say, let's say I have my friends, you know, I have my, my housemates, and um, you know, we just want to. We, we kind of like our group. You know, we kind of just want to do this plan together. Um, I mean, is there is there space for that, or is it only that you know the only options we have are to go to an open Bible study or a redemption community? Like, are there is that okay if we just do that amongst ourselves? Here's the thing. We are totally okay if you go rogue. We, okay. we're, we're starting okay. something called organic communities, and basically that's if you want to start your own group that reads through this Bible plan together and discusses what you're reading, going through the squid approach, do it. Go for it. What we would ask 
is that you uh, you send us an email. You can send me an email at jimmullins at redemptionaz.com. And what we're going to do is we're going to resource you and give you some resources and some help and some, some coaching if you need it. But if you already have some good friends that you want to read scripture with, do it. I mean, don't, don't, you don't need to go through some process with us. Uh, it's good to read scripture in community, especially with people that you know and trust. So go for it and let us help you. Right. And uh, I think just the overarching thing here is we're not, you know, we, we want to make this as accessible to all. You know, we want you to feel, you know, comfortable, you know, being able to go through this. And whether that's in a redemption community group or an open Bible study or these organic communities that we're, uh, you know, we're, we're starting up, whatever way, you, you know, you feel comfortable with, you know, do it. Just do it. Um, so just kind of moving along here um so granted you know it's, it's almost guaranteed there's going to be a lot of difficult script, scripture we'll be approaching right mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of things that come up that maybe your rc leader as as great as they are you know <laughs> they may not have the answer i mean we're not all uh greek or hebrew scholars mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of things that we just don't know actually none of us are right right <laughs> right right well i happen no i'm just playing so yeah. um <laughs> actually you know so we, this this podcast of itself is a forum to answer those some of those questions. I mean, a lot of the maybe not every single question we'll be able to get to, but if there's qu- common questions as we go through the groups of uh, you know the, the blocks of scripture, we're looking to answer them here. You know, we want this to be a forum where you can come in. You know, you you t- tune it on, tune it in, tune in. You listen, and you know you're able to get some of those questions answered. So. You know, we'll be uh, definitely looking to receive a lot of your questions and uh, looking forward to answering them. And it just won't be myself, AC and Jim. Like Jim had mentioned in an earlier podcast, we'll have contributors, uh, people who are scholars, yeah. and, uh, you know, who are able to better answer a lot, of the, a lot of your questions. Here's my promise to you. I am going to stock Old Testament, New Testament scholars, biblical theologians, and, and try to wrestle them into doing a podcast with us and answering the hard questions that you guys have. Is that is that legal? Should you say that on the air that you're going to stop? Yeah. I mean, is that a... And wrestle. Uh, I think we have at least a couple of felony charges there. Yeah, that's, 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 that's catch okay. a case, Jim. That, that's what I'm willing to do. <laughs> okay. That, that's that's that commitment to the body. For the gospel, man. Yeah. Wow. Amen. Wow. In chains. Wow. So, uh, you know... Also, along with questions, there's going to be those of us who, uh, you know, as we go through parts of the scripture or sections of the scripture, that we want to learn a little bit more. Maybe we want to learn about more about the context of, uh, you know, the people that, you know, that that scripture, that group of scripture pertains to. So, um, and just other sections. I mean, as we, there's undoubtedly going to be sections of the Bible that are just going to pique our interest more. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they're unclear to us. You know, maybe you know we want to learn more about the implications of them. Whatever it may be. Um, we're, we plan to have a lot of uh, resources available. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I mentioned that in a couple of the podcasts already, but uh, Jim, you want to kind of get into some of these resources that are going to be available to kind of help us along this project? Yeah, so the most important thing you need to know about resources is that we will have a true story table. I don't know if it's going to be called a true story table, but we haven't named it, so I'm just you named it. You named shooting it, man. from mm-hmm. the hip. But... Uh, in the back of the sanctuary at Redemption Tempe, we're going to have a table that is going to have a lot of resources for you. Uh, let me just name a few of them. Uh, 
first of all, you're gonna we're, we have books. We're gonna have a couple of books that we think are really important for people to get a hold of. One of them is written by Mike Goheen and Craig Bartholomew, and it's called The True Story of the Whole World. And it will walk you through the, a summary of the whole Bible, helping you understand the various parts and how they fit together, and will really make a case for why it's important to read the Bible as a story, which I hope to, in the future, actually have an interview with Mike Goheen and right. ask him some of those questions. The second book that we're going to have available every week is How to Read the Bible Book by Book by Gordon Fee. And that will basically just give you a summary of every book of the Bible, advice for reading that book of the Bible, outlines, and a number of other helpful resources that will help you engage Scripture and understand the nature of the books that you're reading. Um, at that table, we're going to have a resource list. So every month or so, we're going to come out with new resources that we'll recommend that will engage the, the topics and, and hard questions that might come up through your reading. Uh, but it'll also be multimedia resources, mm, videos. We'll, we'll have a paper back there, a little document that breaks down the resources. And then the, the final thing that we're going to have at that table for you to look through and, and buy potentially would be uh, we'll have a couple of different s study Bibles, the Zondervan Study Bible and the ESV Study Bible. And if there's really one thing we would encourage you to get, it's a study Bible. Definitely. It, it, it'll give you inside study Bibles that has commentary and maps and articles that will give you a taste of or will, will help a answer some of the really hard questions you have. Awesome, awesome. So, um, also, along with that, uh, as we talked about this, you know, squid approach, are there going to be any books pertaining to, like, squid yeah. that we can kind of look forward to? That's, there will be, and we're going to call them squid books. Squid books? Yeah. Okay. Th think about that. Are those, like, coloring books or something no. like that? You know? You know? Does it come with ink? Hey, have you heard about how they have, like, these adult coloring books? Oh, now? definitely. Oh, definitely. You, don't, you don't have one? I heard. No, I, I, I do not have did. one. Is it the little mindfulness. Hey, somebody found a way to make a lot of money. That's right. <laughs> that That's idea. right. Very true. But no, we don't have Bible coloring books. But um, if you do, I'm not throwing it under the right. bus. We have these things called squid books. It's basically a journal that you can use that will outline every step of the squid approach to reading scripture and it will, it will outline it, it will explain it, it will walk you through each point and provide space for you to write your various reflections. We really encourage people to get one of those. So we'll be selling those at the, the table uh, for like $3. And if you don't have $3, we'll just give you one. Right. Uh, but we're just trying to recoup some printing costs. Definitely. And I've seen these books. Man, they're, they're really done well. And I really recommend that you, uh, you know, if you can, purchase it. You know, like you said, if you need if you can't, for the three dollars we just want you to have this book um moving on also we're gonna have some of the bible project videos i know we kind of touched on that um in a previous uh episode but ac can you kind of tell us about like what are what are in the bible project videos what do they look like you know why do you think they're a good resource i mean these are these are awesome uh because uh they're part of the reading plan that we chose to use the bible project right. and within if you use the app uh, there's there's a link that you can click on to see the video or you can just go to the website or you can do this you can just go to YouTube and type in 
Bible Project, and then whatever book of the Bible you're about to read, and it'll pop up on YouTube. And these, these videos, they're only like five, six, seven, eight minutes long. But what they do is they illustrate what each book of the Bible is about wow. and how it fits in to the larger story. And when I say illustrate, I mean literally as one person is, is speaking and, and, and talking about the book, another person is drawing it out in a way that's engaging, in a way that brings the story to life and helps you make sense of it. Um, I recommend it every time that you're going to start a book of the Bible, especially the books that are harder to get through notoriously, like Leviticus, Deuteronomy, Numbers. Watch the video. And let's say you're in the middle of Leviticus. Watch the video again to remind yourself right. of what it's about because he also does like chapter divisions. You know, these chapters are about this. These chapters are about that. This is how it all ties together. Watch those videos. It will uh, encourage you and it will uh, increase your appetite to get into the Bible. It brings the story to life. Gotcha. Yeah, I would definitely say these videos will be a, a great resource for anyone to uh, use as a, you know, also a supplement to their reading. So, um, also, we will be having classes. I know this is something that we've historically done at Redemption, but, uh, you know, these classes will be, I guess, uh, structured to follow along with the reading plan, right, AC? Is that, is yeah, that what we're looking at? absolutely. Uh, like Jim had mentioned in a previous episode that 90% of what the church is doing is centered around the True Story Project. Right. My classes are no different. Uh, we have classes, and these classes are on uh, the different genres of literature within the Bible. Because, uh, to be honest, the Bible is not just one solid book straight through. It's a collection of books right. that comprise one story. And these books of the Bible are written in different genres of literature, and you read them differently. Mm. And that's no different than regular life. You know, you don't read a newspaper the same way that you read poetry, the same way that you read your lease agreement. <laughs> you know, you read them differently. That's true. That's good. So in the same way, the Bible has different genres of literature, and there's different ways of approaching it. And so, you know, we're going to have a class on how to read the law. How to read the historical books, how to wow. read the prophets, wisdom literature, gospels, revelation. We're going to have all those classes, and, and we'll be announcing those classes as they come up along with the schedules. But generally, they'll be on Sunday nights during the, the 5 p.m. service. So definitely uh, look out for the, the announcement of those classes. I'm sure it's going to be a, a, a great tool for us to just be able to kind of dig in and kind of understand better the context of what we're reading. Um, also, something we mentioned before, open Bible studies, right, Jim? Uh, do you want to kind of yeah. just kind of touch on that a little yeah. bit? I'll just emphasize it yeah. again. Yeah, is uh, those open Bible studies will be uh, for any. This is a great place for you to go if you're wanting to learn how to dive into Scripture, hmm. because we're going to go through the squid approach while we're there. Right. Um, it's usually going to be pastors or residents or interns leading through it, and uh, the. The, the women's uh, open Bible study will be led by Caitlin Anderson. Great. Um, she oversees all the children's stuff, but has also been really great with leading and serving women at the church. And then the men's will be rotating between various pastors. But we just want like a vibe there on Wednesday nights that people are just kind of showing up, right. and seeing each other. They, they can bring their, their food. Uh, it'd be great if there was just a number of people just diving into the Word and that Wednesdays were vibrant around the campus. Will there be any child care provided? To that? There will be child, will be child care, care. Pro okay. provided. Uh, we, you may have to sign up for it. Okay. And, and we'll put all that on. Right, right. So we'll have all those details available mm -hmm. to you for sure. Um, and also, and then, you know, one quick thing is yeah. Wednesday nights we also have 
uh, the high school ministry too. Yeah. So you know, Wednesday nights I is going to be a spot for the whole family. Yep. That is really good to make. Thank you, AC, for making that connection. That's that's a really good point. Um, so. Definitely look out, you know, for those uh, more details in the Opal Bible Studies. And like AC said, you know, we have the high school ministry going on at the same time. Great time for the whole family to come out. Um, and also, I think something that we haven't touched on just yet, AC, uh, whiteboard sessions. Kind of want to get into that. What is what, what are those? Yeah, so, you know, we had a previous episode on squid and, and how to use the squid approach when you engage scripture. And, and uh, obviously, you know, Ricardo talked about it from stage. Uh, but it's one thing to hear about it, but then to see it. So what we're doing is we're going to have videos on the site uh, of having different people, pastors, interns, residents, uh, modeling how to use squid on various passages. So if you're having trouble uh, on the U or on the I, for example, uh, or just kind of navigating through the whole process of squid, then this is a, a great opportunity to go on the website, watch those whiteboard sessions. Again, they're not long six seven minutes long uh and it'll really um show you how to use squid gotcha gotcha so those whiteboard sessions definitely give us a, a good uh, visual i guess imagery and mm-hmm. uh, you know how to how to use squid for those who are maybe uh more inclined to visual learning learning visually um and also we're gonna have a true story page mm-hmm. what is that Wait, what's that about jim well, basically, we're going to have a page on the website okay. that's going to capture everything that we've listed here. So you'll Great. be able to go there, you'll be able to watch videos from the whiteboard sessions, you'll be able to to uh, figure out which class you want to go to, be connected to the Bible Project videos, look up the books that we've talked about, but we're going to put everything in one place. Uh, you can go on our website, right. it's going to be one of the headers on our on our website, so you'll, you'll just see it very prominently. Um, but everything we've mentioned here, we have there. Right. So, I mean, if you didn't catch every resource that, you know, uh, we mentioned here, and like Jim said, it will be condensed in one place. You go there. Um, I'm sure you'll be able to access these episodes as well. And, uh, you know, I just stay tuned. You know, we're looking forward to, you know, going. I, I'm really looking forward to just going through this as a church. You know, there's so many parts of the Bible that um, I've kind of shied away from, you know, because I just, you know, it just seemed like uh, didn't have any real relevancy in my life. So um, really looking forward to be challenged on those things. And uh, also, lastly, uh, I would say this podcast, you know, this podcast is it's available to, you know, we want to be able to answer your questions. We want to talk about, you know, uh, current events because, um, you know, we know that all of, all of life is all for Jesus then. This means every realm of society. So we want to get into current events. We want to, uh, you know, uh, go through uh, the, the groups of scripture here, the sections of scripture here. We're going to have different people on to discuss those sections. Some people are scholars. Some people are just people like myself and, you know, that, that uh, you know, just kind of walking along, you know, and, and uh, seeing the gospel implications in our daily life. So... Uh, Look forward to, uh, I mean, stay tuned to each episode. You know, each, we'll, we'll try to keep it as fresh and engaging, you know, as we can. And uh, there'll probably be some more crazy lists like who would your top five be for a biblical basketball team. So uh, next episode, we're actually going to be delving right into the first section of scripture. It'll be Genesis 1 and 2. So uh, we're going to have Benjamin Jensen 
will be joining us, um, and uh, we look forward to having you uh, join in. Like I said, if you have questions, um, email Jim. Would that, would that be a... Would that be, right. Okay, yeah. We'll e- email Jim, um, and uh, we look forward to, look forward to answering them. And uh, until next time, see you. Yeah.